Putin Bradvast. Philip, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me too? I can hear you too. You, you, you don't sound that good, but uh, I was a little used to that before. I mean, today it's not Philip on the road again. It's it's just Philip has a shitty ass laptop and no and money it's been that way, <laughs> and no money. So listen, I bought this laptop before I went to Korea. I know, I know. I told that before. Yeah, you told it a couple of times. Oh man, but... I, I repeat my stories all the time. I'm sorry, listen. <laughs> oh, I'm really same, sorry same for here, you guys. Same here. So, anyways, we're back. This is. I I think we can call this season two of sure. Putin Bratwurst. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, all right, this is season two. Um, welcome to season two. Welcome. Um, we're, I'm glad we're back. I, I, I'm glad we, well, we don't see anyone out there, but we, we can feel you being being on your headphones or speak uh, being listened to via Bluetooth speakers or whatever. Um, maybe a car uh, radio. We we hear that and we feel that and uh, it feels good to be back, doesn't it? It feels good. It feels natural. So I it feels see. Right. Yeah, it feels it feels right. That's 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 the right word. Um, I see you you're clear um, clean shaven as well because I just uh, um, uh, I shaved myself right before recording, so right. my voice isn't my voice isn't distracted through my voluminous beard. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I see. So are you? Yeah, it's rare, right? Uh, it's not often I'm clean shaved. Well, um, you've been in, in when we met in mm-hmm. in Korea. I think most of the time you were shaven because you heard that Koreans like uh, an, uh, hairless I ha- I faces. Think, I don't think I was fully shaved, but I had a very minimal shave because I heard yeah. like um, it was like not positively seen having a big beard in Korea. Like it was weird. And I wanted to make friends and and, and everything. So I thought maybe <laughs> having like a minimal beard would be easier uh, for like social acceptance i guess but i think i had a beard because when i see my photos i some of them i do but not as big as i as i wear it uh, so i sometimes i shave just to give my skin a break um oh. I, ha- I i have bit i have a big problem with the ingrown hair it's <laughs> oh, very interesting i guess but yeah no 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 um, that's like uh i i never really had that but the reason mm-hmm. for that is that i just don't have that many here here i thought you were, were about right. to say that you're getting like um, itchy skin due to a lengthy no, beard. No, I, and... I don't. Uh, the thing is with itchy beard, so for beard growers, I'm not an expert or anything, but I have a yeah. beard since I'm like 16, so I guess I have some experience. Um, like you have to go through the, the itching and at, at some point it just stops. And if you still do, the best solution is to put oil. Mm-hmm. Buy some beard oil. The issue is your skin is dry under your, your beard, so... Um, the best way to hydrate it is to buy some good quality, not knockoff shit, but some good yeah. quality uh, beard oil. And uh, and also, if it if it has good um, like scent, it can replace a perfume very well. Uh, for me personally, my perfume don't usually uh, attach to my skin too well, but beard oil really does. So it can also replace a perfume. So it's a win-win. Uh, I, I highly mm. suggest beard uh, growers to put some oil in their beard. Yeah. I wish I could grow a beard like you. I, I think I said that before as well, that I always wanted to have a big beard. But for me, it's like I can have a little growing, uh, like I can let it grow for like it's patched, two right? or three weeks. Mm. And then it really like, like there's always this moment where I, I leave my apartment in the morning thinking, yeah, I look like a tough guy. 
And then at some random point uh, throughout the day after three weeks or so, I look in the mirror. It's like a bathroom mirror, public one, or like an elevator mirror or something like that. And I really look like a like a 13-year-old, uh, I don't know, like who 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 do, who who has their first um, beard growing and, and thinks they look cool. And I really still, because I think it makes me look older, but it just makes me look even more like a 13-year-old. <laughs> I have a hard time imagining you with a beard. I've always see, seen you look clean shaved or on these call uh, with the mustache now. But yeah. other than that, I, I, I do the mustache thing now. But the thing is, also with the mustache, the sides of my mustache, like my, my upper lip part, the sides are really thin. So yeah. if I, if I, and under my nose, I can get a, a nice mustache, but I really do look like Adolf Hitler if I don't trim the upper part under my nose. And it's like, especially if you're German, that's <laughs> really, not the, best that's not the look you want to go for. It's, <laughs> no. And I heard that from so many of my, because what I do is I trim the, uh, the upper part of the under my nose beard mustache thing. I trim that so, so that it, the whole thing is, the thing is, thinner and my sides right. you see the sides that you know oh it's not a hitler a hitler mustache but right. um i do hear that from friends that like hey 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 what's up adolf when they see me oh, so. that's that's a yikes yeah that's a yikes you know once i love like wearing different like uh, beard uh types but mm-hmm. usually people hate it and now that i have a <laughs> A partner it's not as easy to to negotiate to have one right but yeah. i remember um i think last november or something like that it's almost a year ago now oh no no it's not no. i think january anyway i i decided to have a pencil mustache you know just like the really thin line that's above what your i'm lip. going for yeah right so it took me a long time to like trim it to like a couple of hair like it was really thin and it was going all around my like my upper lip like equal it was really ugly but i thought it was funny and 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 back then i, I was working for um the international uh, international affair and interprovincial affair interprovincial affairs of of uh, the ministry where i work for yeah and and uh, i arrived that day with my pencil mustache and the the chief of staff of the the ministry i work for said all the um, all like the vice minister of every province are here today. So she asked my colleague to go with her to like take notes and everything and to meet them. And she said, Oh, I really can today. So uh, can you ask Philip maybe? And I was like, "Uh, sure. So I met every vice minister, like the number two, the number, this is number one in the the ministry of every province with a pencil mustache. And it was not dressed the most properly either. So I, I I really felt so dumb. I, I shaved it as soon as I arrived home. Like it was like it was like okay. Oh, I made a fool of myself. Uh, the chief of staff <laughs> think I'm a moron for wearing yeah, this. Yeah, looking looking like a sex offender. And like, what is up with this? Oh, you know, they're like, there's something off with his face. Like, oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's my adventure oh. with pencil mustaches. Uh, it's cool, but it's cool in movies and not in real life. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but if you, if maybe it will suit you, I don't know. For me, I, I just looked like somebody misshaved, you know, just made a mistake. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I have that, that uh, I think I have that um, middle part in between only having uh, the mustache thingy and having the, uh, the sides fully grown out. And that's when I think I look best because then mm. it looks um, on the sides. I have like this, these, these stops and it looks kind of nice. And, um, and, and it gives, gives the whole thing a better look. And then there's like the, 
13-year-old who has her first beard and <laughs> someone like an 80s porn actor. Right. So that's the thing. Like my mom hates my mustache. Like she really does. Like every time I go I can't to imagine mom, her hating it somehow. I can't imagine that. Yeah, she's like she's like, "Oh, you look so bad. It looks so shitty." But <laughs> I, I that's, you know, when you grow up and you uh you you got to be your own man and for me that means uh carrying that little mustache around with all the pride I have in my body. Uh, I believe, and it's it's strong. So if you have with clothes or haircuts or anything like that, anything is wearable if you wear it with uh, insurance, like with, yeah. with, with with like pride. Sometimes you see people dressed in a way, and you're like, anybody would look absolutely stupid like this, but yeah, somehow this person doesn't give a shit so much. Like he's so like he doesn't care about what people think, and he's wearing it so proudly. It suits him somehow or her, right? You know. Mm. So I think any mustache, any haircut, any clothes, if you wear it and like if you really assume it, I think it's gonna be good look gonna be looking good on you, whatever it is. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, um a lot has happened and I um you know, around the world in uh, in our in the time of our break. Obviously we're not gonna catch up everything, but there are still some things that that still um that are still relevant to this day. Have you seen the debate between joe biden and donald trump sadly i have yeah i watched it live wow what i i, I didn't watch it live i i've only seen like the Maybe, most memorable like moments, 4 a.m or something in germany yeah it's like 4 a.m so it's <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't know what they do at that early like don't they have to sleep at that time it's really <laughs> really inconvenient i don't get it um yeah yeah but uh as far as i can tell it was quite a shit show wasn't it um uh, i'm 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 desolated for, for i'm sad for uh our southern neighbors uh the, the u.s people they must be devastated looking yeah. at this because i mean you have to know in every country like what like 80 percent of voters always vote the same way and yeah. like 20 something percent are changing so i think for 80 percent or something of people this debate was like total joke and they didn't care whatsoever but I th I'm thinking about these like 20% people that are undecided that they, they don't know what they're going to vote for. Mm -hmm. This is miserable. It was one of the worst debate I've ever seen. <clears throat> and I think it, it was bad for, from every side, every possible angle. You can <clears throat> look at it. Sorry, my voice is breaking up. No worries. Uh, um, yeah, just like Trump was ob obviously like, you know, cutting all the time, being just a clown over there. Yeah. Biden, Biden looked better than I expected, but still... Very uninspiring. He was he was delivering big speeches, but like he, there was so little energy and belief in what he was saying that it just he looked like he was about to die right there. And and, and, and 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 the moderator was totally out of his like he didn't know what to do, and that's fair because I think he tried to do what he could, but he had no authority, yeah. no authority. So it was it was on all angles you can look at this. I think it was pretty shit. And I know it's not a hot take, like everybody's saying this, but it's just how it is, right? I, and I know, I know that um, you know Trump beforehand. He was uh, demanding a drug test from Biden, and I th I think this is like a uh, I I feel like there that's a stupid claim to make because obviously, like obviously, Biden was drugged out. Like obviously, that guy is getting like strong prescription um, prescriptive what? medication to to be there um, mentally. Because as we've seen in the past in many um, many videos, 
he is mentally gone, like far gone. I don't know gone. Say gone, but he's... well, he's he is not fit to be a president. Now, don't get me wrong. I do say the same thing about Donald Trump, and I think Donald Trump has been that way since birth. He has been unfit to be a president, <laughs> but um, like obviously these guys need to be drugged out. And, and I mean, always drugged out because you want them sharp. I mean, these guys are over 70. They should yeah. not be running for president. So this is like, yeah. you know, this is so ridiculous. It's, it's pretty I, lame. It's just the best uh, way I can put it is lame. It's pretty it's lame. It's fucking lame. And for such you, a world power. And you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the most pissed I am about is the democratic party because these guys yeah. don't give a fuck. And they don't even try. I mean, it it shouldn't be that difficult to beat that moron, and they fuck it up anyways. I don't get it. Like, why are they? Why are they gripping so much to, to the old simple. ways it's been? I don't think it's as simple as you put it, and uh, I don't want to contradict you, but it's yeah, you the, pri- the, the primary didn't was not supposed to go this way. What happened was. Um, I don't know if you remember when it started, but he was not in the lead. I mean, it was the lead at first, but then the first few priorities, he didn't win. Yeah. But then North Carolina happened, and he won there. And some people gave up very fast after that, and they all gave their, their support to him. But it's we can't say it's kind of because of North Carolina. Because if yeah, I don't, Buttigieg I don't so. or, or uh, whoever won North Carolina, because it's the turning point, it's the tipping point. Uh, before that, it was it was it was not like it was pretty obvious he was going to lose, and then North Carolina happened, and then it just changed the whole thing. People started giving up and stuff. So I think it was a I tipping disagree, point. Though. I disagree. I think. Why? Um, uh, well, the thing is, if you look at the timing of of when the other opponents gave up and. Uh, you know, there was like this wave where um, Buttigieg, uh, what was the name, uh, Kamala Harris, Klobuchar. Uh, yeah, gave up. Uh, Klobuchar, yeah, they, when they gave up, there was like this moment where they were like, yeah, we're all giving it to Joe. Let's let's all go behind Joe. Yep. And then, which is the worst thing that happened in my mind to Bernie's campaign is when Warren gave up because she was waiting, 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 waiting. And, and she, she, at some, she, yeah, she waited to give up and she yeah. waited to give support. And, she, and at some point then she gave up and she gave her support, not to Bernie, but to, um, to, uh, to Biden. Did she and, give it to anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Okay. And I fucking hate her for that. So um, I, yeah. <laughs> I do think it was an inside job. That's my, my, my honest opinion. I do believe they didn't want Bernie to happen. And that's why they did what they did. Obviously, North Carolina happened, whatever. But still, um, they they fucked over Bernie again. Mm-hmm. And they did that because knowing that Bernie would have a way better chance at beating Trump, way better. I believe it would, would have been an almost easy win for Bernie, in my opinion. And I, I think they knew that. And by the way, Trump knew that as well. Trump said it before many times that he knows that um, he was wishing for Biden to win. Yeah, he was wishing for Biden to win. And um, and I think that they knew that. But despite that, they thought if we get Bernie as a president, all our corporate uh, donors are going to be scared. Uh, The Democratic Party is not going to be a moderate Republican Party, which is what they are right now. anymore they it will turn left it will go uh, it will try and be more fair it will be more leftist 
and um, and um, socialist uh, ideas will get more momentum. I mean, they are mm -hmm. getting momentum anyhow. And that's why they all went behind Biden. And they're like, well, in the worst case, we still get Trump, but um, there's not going to be a significant change in the way things are. And our corporate donors are going to be happy and satisfied. So right. I mm -hmm. do think that. That's a, um, that's a fine theory. Um, but uh, now things have changed even more um, because Donald Trump has tested positive for right. COVID-19. So that's that's quite a that's quite a story. Not the the, whole, the fact that he got it, but what's going on with the the doctors? It's just uh, some report, some insider report, are saying that he's actually very sick. But their official yeah. discourse is that he's like the best, like the most immaculate, like luckiest patient ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I this one, I think there was this one doctor who who first said, well, he uh, doesn't look that good and stuff, and he's really sick. And then Trump got pissed, and then he went to Fox News and said, well, no, actually, he's like the best patient ever. Like, uh, I don't know, he... Yeah, it's it's for me, like, it's... For all Americans hate, like, like regimes like China and, and North Korea, whatever, this whole... These, these old doctors coming turn by turn saying how, like, great he is and how powerful his buddy is... <laughs> Is, is, is pretty similar to it's what you ridiculous. would see in North Korea. The, the it's guy, seriously pretty similar. The guy is walk is a, is a walking pile of Big Macs and, 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 and Coke. I mean, what do you think? And I'm, I mean Coke in both ways. <laughs> so. it's, it's, just, it, it's, it's shocking to me that like, um, I would not expect that to see that in the US. It, it saddens yeah. me a bit, to be honest. Uh, uh, maybe all these inside report, whatever, are fake news. It's possible i'm not saying it's there they're like i'm not taking them for, for for cash value but if they are true it means that the professional doctors of the white house are <laughs> lying to the whole population just to reassure them yeah it's so weird to me it should not be this way so i don't know there's something very strange about this whole story it's just i just want to know the truth if he's sick very sick well he's very sick and if he's fine well he's fine but As a, as a like distant follower, I'm confused, and I think if they're lying, it's just plain sad. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, the guy has been mocking every single one of his opponents for being yeah. like for any bodily um, disability or disadvantage yeah. that they had. Like I remember when when Hillary Clinton was his opponent and she was sick, and she, he was mocking her and like, haha, yeah. she's not even able to walk up a staircase or something like that, and. Um, And now it's him being sick. It's like, it's this typical thing. Like, um, you know, these are the kind of things where you, you should not mock someone else because of that, because you might end up in the same fucking yeah. situation. And then you're going to look like a fucking idiot. So, mm. you know, he does it. And, and another thing that I witness on, on Twitter these days is that people are debating um, and blaming left wingers because they're like saying, well, I don't care if he dies and stuff. And that's pretty horrible like, to say, honestly. It's just um, I don't think is you it, say is that. Is it though? I was I was I wanted to ask you, is it? Is it actually you know Well there's two reasons why. It's just like I don't and I know it's like a basic take, but like I don't think you should hope for people's harm in any way. And second is what What I guess leftists forget is that if he dies, Mike Pence is president of the U.S. Well, he, I think it's Mike, even worse. No, and, and, I don't. I, uh, first of all, he's not going to be that for long. And second of all, it's I really don't think Mike Pence is a, is a threat to anything. I think Mike Pence is just some. He's way more conservative. Than he Trump is. He is. But I think 
no one if you tell mike pence no he accepts it i, I that's what i believe i think if you the say is, no go go pray for pray uh, or you you know you put another woman in the room and he's like oh no i gotta leave because my wife is gonna be upset with me if i if i speak to a woman the guy is so deep into his in, into his bullshit i don't i don't really think he's he's a I don't, i don't know but like for the election it's just it's I think it would cause a lot of trouble that that country really doesn't need right now. So, so I, I hope he's gonna stay alive. Uh, I, uh, I don't, most, I don't for both really, these reasons. I don't. I don't really know if I do that. I obviously like. I don't want to say something I, I might regret later on, but I do feel like. Let Let's put it this way: If tomorrow or any other day the news were to come, okay, let's let's say I, I say it differently. If the news came that because of coronavirus, he is, um, you know, he's not feeling well enough to continue his presidency. Which is the most likely scenario, in my opinion. He's he's not going to die, but he's going to be in a terrible shape for a while because he's old. But yeah, go go on. Let's say he's like, he's like, you know what? I, I feel well enough to be a happy retiree. I can play golf. I can go to Mar-a-Lago and uh, drink Diet Coke in the sun all day. Um, if he wants, <clears throat> if he comes out and he says that after, like in the next couple of days or so, I would honestly be very relieved. I would be happy in a way because, from a well, perspective uh, yeah. of if a European retires, citizen, I do yeah. not feel that there's anything good coming from this guy getting another presidency. And I, and I, and don't get me wrong, if it's another Republican, I don't mind. I don't mind that's, if, if it's, that's if the it's issue, another guy like Bush or so. It's it's that's all right. I mean, I don't like the Republicans and I don't like these their viewpoints. Sorry if I Bush did Bush did the the the, the Iraq war. I know that. Worse I know than that. Anything but I, that Trump I'm, ever did. I think I, it's way worse than Trump than anything Trump ever did. The thing did, is, honestly. no. The thing I don't get me wrong. George Bush was not a good president either, and so was Obama, in my opinion. But I do feel like as a european someone who is not american i do yeah. feel like that it gave us all more stability throughout the world it was mm. a far less dangerous place and i fucking hate waking up every morning and seeing in the top of my news um of the news cir- circle some obnoxious thing that that idiot is saying mm. i really hate it and i hate the fact that um uh, we don't know if if let's say if russia did anything if if or if china did anything i can at, at this point in time i cannot uh, say that the us is going to come to protect protect us i don't right. know that anymore and i just think that's something that makes the world uh less safer and less better place in my opinion i always say when people ask me uh, what's my what's the worst thing trump did in his presidency i always say um his alliances how he's like licking the asshole of putin but yeah. like shitting on france and the uk and, and germany it's like what are you doing yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird why would you do that there's no reason to do this there's yeah. really no benefit to do this you can there's be respectful you can be respectful and smart and calm with putin but don't be his best friend at the expense of fucking I don't know. Even like smaller countries like Italy or like Spain, or whatever. Just don't do that. What are you doing? It's so so weird to me. And that's always what I what I say when I tell people. Right. When they ask me, "Is the worst thing you did?" It's probably with the worst thing you did. But 
the best thing you did didn't start any wars so <laughs> yeah at least well. so it's, <laughs> the u.s presidents so sometimes they're a warmonger so at least there's that at least there's that oh uh what what shitty perspectives to look at yeah it's really it's really it's really shitty um yeah do you have a song a first song for yeah this so new just, season I, Yeah, so uh, something special. Uh, one of my best friends, great friend of mine, is a professional jazz musician. Maybe I talked wow. about him on the podcast before. My def. That's that's his career, right? He's full time musician. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he released an album last year, it's a masterpiece for jazz, a fan of uh, fusion jazz, and he was uh, nominated this year for um, uh, Quebec's like a uh, music uh, gala kind of thing. How's it called? Wow. The U.S. again? Grammy. Uh, Yeah, the equivalent of Grammys for Quebec for the best jazz album of the year. I'm wow. so proud of him. It's amazing. That's There's really only cool. five albums a year that get there. So I just wanted to share one of the songs from his album uh, for listeners to take a listen. Um, and maybe if you can support him somehow, please do. But uh, yeah, I'm just really proud of my friend and I think everybody should listen to it. So the song is called O Comodoro and it's inspired by Brazilian uh, jazz. So nice. I think if you like... If you like um, good rhythms and good funds you should definitely look it up all right uh i'm gonna uh, pick a song from the new fleet foxes album which is called shore um i think the whole album is a very nice album to listen to when you go for um a, a nice walk in in the forest or or so in the fall because it sounds very fall like um and the song is called can i believe you hear you guys in a moment I'll eat your ass. I will. You think I like sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. I will eat your ass. And that's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You're not. We're going to dig you out of those bunkers. We're going to dig you out of those holes. You make us vacuum out your child's brain or chop your daughter or son up. Oh, no, 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 no. Look at that. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on What's for Dinner. Bye-bye. Bye. Poutine Bradwurst. Hello and welcome back to Poutine Bradwurst, your long-distance podcast. Hello. I have something to... Uh, I, I want to talk to you about something. All right. Um, It's nothing too fancy. You'll see. It's just, um, it feels really good to talk to you, man. And I'll tell you why. Hey, same here. Uh, I mean, of course, I've, I've missed you. But more than that, it's just these days, I've been pretty tough for me. And I'll tell you why. As much as um, the first wave thing was, was, I believed it. You know, of course, I believe COVID is a real thing and everything. It was really far from me. Uh, most of it was in Montreal, Montreal and whatever. But now, I've got friends who have it. And oh wow yeah and one of my buddy's girlfriend has it and she's pregnant <gasps> oh shit. and yeah and one of the worst places now is quebec city so uh i have one of my friends who's highly suspected of having it he, uh he's gonna get tested very soon or i think his girlfriend is waiting on one um and my parents are there so um i'd say the second wave so far has been way more real for me also my girlfriend knows people One of her closest friends also got it Shit. and her whole family. Yeah. So as much as 
the first wave was mostly in elderly homes and I knew nobody who got it or got close to people getting it. This wave is, I feel is way more with the like everyday people. You can get it anywhere. So, and our, our government is not doing very well right now with the crisis. I think it's a close to a disaster here. We're already above the numbers of uh, spring. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but they're not closing everything. So I've decided to quarantine myself. Like I've just mm-hmm. stopped playing baseball with my friends. I've stopped seeing friends. It's just, and honestly, I'm I'm scared, man. Seriously, I am. Oh. I because I, I, my I know real people that I know mm-hmm. are getting it, and these they're suffering and they're losing taste and stuff like that, and they're they're like knocked off on their bed. And and I went to do grocery for my buddy who's in the city. Uh, for I, I did I did uh, get his groceries and and. Like I, I know you would do the same for me and everything, but still, it, it feels it's like I'm gonna do my groceries after right after this, and I'm gonna buy a lot of like canned soup and stuff like that because I'm alone Shit. here, man. If 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 I get sick, I'm alone here. Like there's it's just I live on my own, so I'm I'm fucked, you know. So I, well, I'm gonna. It's just it's just stressful to me knowing there's nobody to take care of you and that I'm gonna be stuck in this apartment again for a whole month without probably maybe seeing nobody i don't know i don't know if they're gonna close the bridges again um my girlfriend is working in retail so she's at high risk of getting it also so Mm -hmm. we're both stressed about it i don't know um i I just i know covid is such an over talked topic and everything but no but it's it's the the topic everywhere right i know i just wanted to share it with you and ask how 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 are you doing like mentally basically like i'm I'm concerned about my own mental health and i'm concerned about yours too how are you doing like are you okay like how's, how's things for you and how's things for your family in germany in general um so so first of all what i wanted to say to you is that well you do know that um for people in our age luckily um it doesn't look that grim you know yeah yeah i i know i know it's i'm not i'm not concerned about dying necessarily it's just that uh i'm concerned about just my, mostly my parents getting it or my girlfriend's parents or just and and, and if i'm really really sick i'm gonna be because some people some young people also get in the intensive care they won't die right yeah of but course they can, you, can, you can still get in intensive care and oh, it's yeah. more frequent that, that we think apparently people that are below 30 that still get in intensive care I'm not the most the healthiest guy ever. Like I don't do enough sports, and I know I do. I I don't. And you know, it's just I'm not scared about me necessarily, but just about yeah, my parents. Just I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a weird time right now because when it's close to you, it's fucking real, man. It's it's intense, really. It is. So, I luckily I I still wait. Let me think. I I I think I still don't know anyone in my proximity who who has had it but that doesn't mean that no one around me didn't have the virus right it doesn't also mean that i didn't already have it or that you didn't already have it so maybe i had yeah yeah um well you know like um like last week we i think it was last week um our chancellor merkel um together with um, our possible future chancellor um, marco Söder. Um, gave a press conference where they spoke about this coming season, mm-hmm. um, which everyone suspects uh, expects that it's going to be the second wave and it's going to be very likely heavier than the first one. Uh, Germany has here. done Germany has done very well 
in in those the first wave i think we yeah. uh, our government has done a, a really really good job in uh, keeping it low and the, obviously also the german people have done a great job yes there have been a lot of morons but they have been in a lower number than the people who care about others and that's why i think it worked um it worked rather rather fine for us um now if it's gonna be worse this time and i expect it to be worse i mm-hmm. think there are a couple of advantages that we have up our, on our sleeve and i i'm I, I'm, i'm sorry i can only speak about germany here but mm-hmm. the first one will be and that's that's the case for canada as well for everywhere everywhere around the world we have the more experience so sure. doctors know at first of all we have more tests and then we also have more um the doctors have more experience they know okay how severe is this when to react and how to react in order to keep it low obviously the more we're getting closer to older people the more we're going to be uh, da- it's going to be dangerous for people to actually die and obviously i do not want my 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 parents to get it or or other relatives that are dear to mm-hmm. me who are in the risk riskier groups um now i i think I think the last time in Germany, um, what I know is that we had a lot of hospitals that still had a lot of room. For example, we had some mm-hmm. hospitals that took patients over from France because mm-hmm. we had like empty emergency rooms while in France they were overcrowded. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are prepared, being prepared for a situation again where we might have more more and more people. I, and And that's why I think it's, it might be relatively difficult for um, to have like a, a health crisis situation like New York has seen it or Italy has seen mm. it or Spain mm. is getting to see it again. Um, mm. Merkel Spain also horrible. It's horrible. Um, Merkel also said that um, she does not expect us to have a second lockdown. So the way we have it here is now they, they developed a system where um, Zurda called it like a, like a street light um, system where you have like three different types of light uh, lights that give you, give you instructions of where to act locally. So the, from our federal states, they can react um, individually, but they do have to react according to certain rules. So we have rules um, which, which say, you know, ma- wear your mask, keep your distance, uh, wash your hands, blah, 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 don't have parties over this many people and so on. These are the right. rules that are given by the state and you are not able to go lower on these rules. They have mm-hmm. to remain. However, mm-hmm. every federal government can decide individually to go above that. So mm-hmm. if they feel like, oh, we're having a, a crisis situation in, let's say, Munich, they can uh, say, okay, we're closing all the bars in Munich and we are mm-hmm. not allowing you to have parties or whatever. So mm-hmm. that gives you gives these uh, individual states more jurisdiction and it prevents us from let you know if if munich has like trouble but hamburg is absolutely fine then it wouldn't make any sense to close down all right. the bars and we now yeah. do that yeah we we changed the system here too and now but it's not federal government doesn't have much of a say um the province governments uh in quebec i don't know how it is elsewhere but in quebec now they have a system of regions have uh, color codes yeah so if your area is green you, is just just masks and and wash your hands like you said the minimum and then the the provincial government can put a region under yellow mm-hmm. orange or red 
Yeah. And uh, red very similar to us. Yeah. So red basically means you cannot see anyone except your own family, like where you live. Yeah. Bars and restaurants are closed. And so are like theaters and, and, and movie theaters and, and a lot of places. But the thing is, the government didn't respect their own uh, things. Like Orange, bars were supposed to close, but they didn't. It's just a mess here. Honestly, the, I think that the government is, is trying. It, there's so many different rules and, and they don't even remember what they are. They say contradictory stuff. And anti-maskers are growing in numbers. It's scary. It's scary. And, and, and it's... it's People are like more and more anti-government because of what's going on, and it's, because it's really meaning scary to me. are they are they anti-government because they because they think the government isn't reacting properly, or do they no. uh, or because they think they are, the government is overreacting? Over overreacting. Ah, there's still there's still a big discourse of people saying it's just a flu, um, a regular little cold or whatever. Death rate are so low. It's just like it's we're doing it for grandma, you know. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, we don't want grandma to die, right? That's the whole thing. But um, but then again, you you are um, you said you are worried about your friends, and I I assume your friends are not in the grandma age, are they? Yeah, no, no, I, I, no, no, they're not. But it's still, you know, some people still have some. Uh, some people like they kind of do sports after because their yeah. lungs are damaged, or some people mm. lose taste permanently, or um, it's 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 also I heard like it's. So like a heart disease kind of thing. So I don't know. I just I just don't want people to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. You know? No, I'm, so, I'm, yeah, I'm not not trying to to tell you. I you just, shouldn't worry yeah. and shouldn't be cautious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. I don't, I don't know if you are because the, th the thing really is this is a this is a local issue um, for each country. It really depends on what country you live. And yeah. as a German, I am quite fortunate, I'd say at this point because i really don't i like i go to the office i don't do home office at the moment Wow. okay i work there with my four colleagues in one room we obviously we keep our distances and stuff we don't hug each other or make out in the office but of course um you know um this is this is this is great for me i can i i can be social with other people i go out with friends i don't as you know i'm not the party guy and you can't go clubbing here anyways But I do meet friends and uh, mm. I do meet, like I, as you know, I'm studying Japanese and I meet my tandem partners to speak Japanese with. I, I, do, the, I do that. I go out for lunch. I go out for dinner sometimes uh, with my girlfriend and we go to restaurants. These rules have worked for us um, throughout the whole year. And it, it, they have worked for the country, uh, for our country. Uh, they have worked and they have kept us in a situation that in my opinion was controllable so yeah. i, I mean, don't all summer i did all these things all summer i was like you right but maybe it's the cold coming back but at some point we're 100 cases a day and now we're over a thousand cases a day it's just in, in a span of a, of a month it might it might it back. might be that that this changes here know. as well and i might go back to home office again um but it's it's weird isn't it weird like how How low, how how really the way you live really changes how you think of the virus and how how scared you are. I mean, if yeah. I was Italy is not that far from Germany, and yet it seems like it's worlds between um, the 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 how how the virus has hit Italy 
there are worlds between uh, of the uh, of the indifference between of how how it how it re- hit, hit Germany. Mm-hmm. It's weird, like yeah, the, yeah, you know, like, Italy is not the third world country, and and actually, third world countries are doing much better than we are. So it's very strange. It's so weird, yeah, and um, also. Like what I'm, what I am worried about is I, I really wouldn't want to have to spend Christmas uh, all alone in Hamburg. Like I would want to be able to visit my family, and I haven't been able to visit my family for Easter. So, you know, yeah, Easter is fine because ugh, it's Easter is not that important and not not that much of a family thing. Yeah. But really, having to spend the Christmas days here, I mean, it's I live with my, my girlfriend, so I'm not alone, yeah. but. Still, it's I would also, like to visit my family and be. It's with a fear them. for me too. It's definitely something I'm afraid of. Uh, spending Christmas here uh, on my own, also, it's really something I'm actually pretty stressed about. And if things are not getting better anytime soon, I don't see it happening because cases are just going up and up and up and yeah. up and up. So, yeah, we'll see. I guess you know, we'll see. Uh, one one thing that even even it it doesn't really help that much, but it it might be make it a little easier is the thought that it is very likely after this winter i think it's not gonna be gonna get any worse than it will get this winter so if we make it through this winter the worst will unless the virus changes again be behind us like Mm. um they expect the vaccine to be come around in summer maybe fall next year Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, springtime is gonna come, but I don't think it's gonna be worse than this year springtime or this mm. winter. So um, I hope 2021 is gonna bring life back on a little more normal track than than 2020. I hope. Right. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, do you have a song for the second? Yeah, track? sure. Uh, best punk band of all time dead kennedys the song is called ill in the head i love it love them um i'm gonna go with a band that uh, i actually wanted to ask you about the band uh do you know greta van fleet i I do they're they're a very um controversial band i know that's why uh i i'm gonna first of all i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna put the song on there and for the last take i i would like to ask you your opinion about the band all right Okay. Okay. The song is, uh, as I said, from Greta Van Fleet. It's called Highway Tune. And we're going to hear Philip's opinion about that in a moment. See you guys then. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit, bro. He's joking. (laughs) You all right, Raj? Yeah. It gets to where you can't breathe, doesn't it? But yeah, his ear gets cut off. <laughs> Does it really? Is, it, is that how it happens? It feels like you can't breathe? <laughs> Make me want to cough. Get it out. Get hard. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> You all right, bro? Yeah. That happens quite a bit. Uh-huh, because of my father's teeth. <laughs> Take them fuckers out. Take uh, them out. No, that's okay. Put them in your pocket if they're causing you to choke. <laughs> they gagging you? No, sometimes they do. Take them bastards out if they're gagging you. 
Yeah, that damn Pepsi come up on your shirt. Yeah. Spit that in the <laughs> little bit. Poutine Bratwurst. Hi and welcome back. This is season two of Poutine Bratwurst. We're back from the break. Not even not only that break that you just had, uh, but also the summer break. We're back. We're back in power. Um, this is Simon. Philip, are you there? Yes, doing French things, you know, having cheese uh, for breakfast. You know how it is. Wow. He, he just held up, <laughs> held the, the, the tiniest, saddest piece of cheese in the camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had uh, some uh, Friday and some yesterday and now all right, I'm all right. finishing the block this morning. It's pretty good. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, so, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. What's your opinion on that band? So, I have to start by telling you what's my philosophy with art in general. Mm-hmm. what i like and you'll instantly know what i think of the band when i'll tell you i like to I, i i love the feeling you get when you listen to something and you feel like you've never heard this before all right it's just like when you put an album on you're like this is like i've never heard something like this it's so refreshing or just it's so unique yeah. this is the best feeling for me in arts in general a movie uh visual arts dance anything um all, all my favorite mediums i love when you feel like you've never seen something like this and to me bands like greta and fleet are they're not bad right I, they sound good right they're well produced yeah. uh their songs are well written the musicians are skilled or they seem to be the thing is creatively it's pretty empty to me and it's just Every time I hear copycats like this, I feel like I just would rather listen to the original band. Like if you put a band on and I, the first thing I say is, well, it sounds exactly like X. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not very interesting. And this band is the most, wow, it sounds like X I've ever heard. It's the way they're produced. The, the, and to me, the, the two main things are the drum sounds because I think John Bonham has a really peculiar sound and technique mm-hmm. it's a drummer of Led Zeppelin for people that are not yeah. uh, familiar with the band um it had a way of playing that really put a groove in the band uh which was not the most normal thing you would hear in rock music at that time it was a really groovy drummer and it had a really echoey um sound to his drum and he would play it a certain way with tempo with the guitar where he would be playing along the guitar more than the bass for example he had a really way to work his drumming which um it's not the most spectacular to listen to i think but in in the whole uh if you're into like like me and i'm assuming you also are into like really diving deep into songs and analyzing like i like to listen to songs billions of times and just oh i've never noticed this drum part or Oh, this bass fill is so good, right? So you go through a song like this. John Bonham is this kind of drummer. Well, the more you listen to it and you, the more you pay attention, the more you're like, wow, he's really fundamental to that sound. You would put a basic drummer on Led Zeppelin and you would lose a lot of its groove, of its drive. And it, they just reproduce that, but like in, in a way that I feel is cheap. It's so reproduced exactly like Bonham is, which is, it's not an homage at this point. It's really like just copying. Um, and the singer is also trying to emulate rubber plant in ways that are excessive to me like is moaning or is is way to uh cut cut like sentences short or there's a way he has also a peculiar way to sing um 
and they're just it's it's not an homage again it's literally copying so as much as the songs are like catchy and it's good um i think creatively it's pretty empty and but there's nothing wrong with that you know if, if you're like oh these eight Led Zeppelin albums that's not enough for me i need more i guess listen to them right it's just a follow-up mm. uh but again it's a follow-up but it's also not a follow-up because uh they're stuck in the 1971 zeppelin you know <laughs> it's like 72 maybe uh they didn't go into the more experimental or more poppy or modern sound they had in their later albums it's really stuck in the little one two four era kind of thing i would not even say four maybe one and two yeah um yeah this is not a music podcast i won't i won't dig too deep in in, in in my analysis but and again i have to say i'm not the most familiar with this band um i've heard songs here and there and i thought it was fine that's my take on this but i've never listened to a full album so maybe they have some less known songs that are very original very very like their own thing it's highly possible um yeah that's my take on them i don't hate them but i'm not interested in them yeah, no. that's pretty much it well, um, what I think, and I, I really, I just discovered them, to be honest. Um, okay. I think I have, I have like three points or so uh, on them. Um, the first of all, yes, they do sound a lot like Led Zeppelin, which isn't bad because Led Zeppelin, in my opinion, is the greatest band that ever existed. So that's a hot take. That's, I don't, I don't care. I think it, they are. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, so I think that's not a that's you know the benchmark is very high and if you go cl get close to that well heads up to you now right. one thing i really dislike about them is that they they don't admit it like in an interview uh spoken about um you know that when they said well uh, clearly led zeppelin is your inf uh, you're heavily influenced by led zeppelin they were like oh no no we draw the most influenced by by aerosmith like fuck okay. that that's bullshit and you that's, know that's it. peculiar that's that's and, a strange take that's very stupid and uh so they they don't embrace that and i mean the guy does sing like robert plant which I mean, again yeah. is dude if you if you're able to sing like that, that's amazing i mean yeah. also i i think like i think um um the weekend sounds a lot like michael jackson does that doesn't make him a bad singer you know michael jackson right. has been a great singer and so so is the weekend so that's not a bad thing it's it depends on what you do with it now yeah um Yes, you are right. They they draw a lot from that. You can hear the influence from that, but I do I mean, think they um, um, being highly produced and stuff, and being uh, what they are doesn't really make it a bad thing, and doesn't really make it unoriginal. Keep in mind, these guys are really young. I think they're like twenty years old or so, and for mm -hmm. that, I think they're amazing. I think they mm -hmm. they you know. They are not gonna produce every every single Led Zeppelin album again, like you know, copycat every album of that. Oh, of course, they're not That's gonna do that. Either, yeah. Um, yeah. So they they starting out right now. They're getting a lot of attention, and I do think that there's they have a lot of talent, and I think that will show at some point in time. I think, I really think that um, at some point we will be like, uh, we will respect them and be like, yeah, well, they they have produced some really awesome songs, which. I think there already are some of them. There are some mediocre ones. You're right. Um, and and there is no stairway to heaven yet, but there might be in the future. And and now the most important part about the band, which I think is why it is good, a good thing they're getting that much, much attention, is the, the classic rock genre is fucking dying. And, yeah. you know, there's not that many 
bands that um, embrace that kind of style and and give mm. life to it. You yeah, know, everybody gritty. wants to see like these 70 year old old rock and roll legends one last time right. on stage. Yeah. When actually, what we need is we need some fresh blood in there. We need yeah. some brave new people who who wanna who, who want to put that music into mod, uh, into today and yeah. uh, and give it some more life. And I think uh, Greta Van Fleet might be the right band to do that or maybe to kickstart the whole thing. So that's why I think it's a band that um, you shouldn't completely hate. I think obviously you can be skeptic and you, you don't have to kiss suck up to them because that would saturate them and make them boring. And I hope they, I really hope they, um, they find the way to, um, you know, to be their own thing and to be, oh yeah, they sound like Led Zeppelin, but they, but only a bit, and they're not actually a copycat band. I, I hope that. I think there there is a still a scene for a gritty classic rock, as you call it. Uh, it's just the public isn't as interested in it. Uh, it's not the, the, the they should just, be in my opinion. It's not the sound of the time, and I think why Greta Van Fleet is so popular is because they sound like Led Zeppelin, not because they're kickstarting a movement. Um, I remember seeing a. a, a when I went to see Black Sabbath live I mean, over a decade ago, um, which you have to know, Black Sabbath is one of my favorite bands of all time. I'm a yeah. massive fan of them. It was the last tour they did with Ozzy, I think, or the one before the last anyway. The first part the, the was so good. I think it was called Wolf Rain or something like that. And I felt it was really original and it was really gritty and it was really powerful. And I could feel like the all the energy and what you're looking for for that kind of music, you know, energy, power, swag you know it's just like a lot of attitude and he had it so the guy is not a, like he's as you said he's not the weekend you know it's not number four or whatever on spotify because it's not this it's not the sound of the time and i had a discussion with my friend yesterday about jazz music right he's a guy who listens to metal usually but he discovered jazz recently now he's all about jazz like wow i can't believe i never listened to this before i fucking love it musicianship <laughs> wow He's like, why is it? Why do you listen to it? It was like, well, it's not. Everybody listened to jazz in the fifties, you know, but now it's just not. It's just not the sound of the time. The sound of the time is is R and B, I guess. Um, so modern R and B. So I, I think there is still a scene. There are still bands that do this gritty sound. It's just not the sound of the time. It's just not what people are into these days. But there are people like you and who likes that sound. It's just we're not a majority, I guess. Where a majority of people were into gritty rock and roll in nineteen seventy. So, hmm. yeah, I, I think I'm going too deep in this in this talk, but that's my take on Greta Van Fleet. Really, uh, maybe I should listen to them more. I, I have a buddy. And who's I'm, a I don't. I don't urge you to do that in that case. I I totally respect your opinion. I can totally understand it. Um, I mean, I, I I listen to some songs where they sing live, and I think live, I live the singer has one of these voices that I can't stand. Oh wow, you know, that's that, that's bad. Um, it it doesn't mean he is uh, his singing is bad. His singing is really really on point. But okay, it's. Have you ever heard Billy Talent live, or no, seen no. like a live video of them? No. The singer, you know that, but you know some songs. You know that he has yeah. like a. When I was in high school, like a, when I was in high school, they were like the biggest band ever. Yeah, it was crazy. Same here. Same here. And you know that he has like a very screechy voice, right? Yeah. And. Yeah. If you hear him live uh, or, or on a live video, it's for me personally, I can't handle it. He sounds like wow. Um, I don't know. He sounds like 
like a, a, a you know like a, a rusty railway track or something like that which is <laughs> i mean that's original and that's very unique but it's not my thing and i think it's very similar uh, for the singer of gradif and fleet he doesn't live he doesn't in my opinion doesn't sound that much like robert robert plant but he does sound uh, uh very not- screechy very extremely high like the way he he screams and stuff it's it's so high it's like <laughs> anyways that i just want to say uh, say that about about the band and i was very curious on your opinion well you got it yeah thanks what, um, it, what did i had a question for you but do you have yeah. something you wanted to just just an update what are you playing these days oh, we haven't seen each other for a while what are you playing what game are you playing right now oh game uh I just finished the last big mission on uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Okay. So I'm more or less finished with that, which means that I, the next one is going to be The Last of Us 2. But mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for it to be a little cheaper because I don't want to buy it with, uh, for 60 bucks when I know that there's right. going to be the day where it dr- uh, dr- will drop dramatically from yeah, one day yeah. to the other. So I'm kind of hoping that that day comes soon. Be- like if budget, it doesn't come before gaming. Christmas... Sorry. Budget gaming on PS4 is so good. There's so many deals. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's really easy to be a budget gamer on PS4. I feel that's what I am. I wait years for games sometimes. I don't care. I'll pay well, fifteen dollars. I, you know? I always, I always kind of want to have a, I want to have a game, and I'm, I really don't want to, um, I really don't want to have a, have the, um, have to wait that long because I really want to play the game. Right. Uh, but, yeah. How about you? What are you playing? I've, I've dusted off my Switch. Um, I've, I've, I I kind of stopped using it for a while, but a friend of mine gave me the game Octopath Traveler. Octopath, um, I've never heard of that. So it's a JRPG. It's my favorite genre of game. I love RPGs, uh, uh-huh. both Western and Japanese RPGs. I love both. Yeah. Um, they're very different in style, but I really enjoy both. Uh, but um, it's really good. It's it's really old school graphics. It's really like Super Nintendo kind of style. Mm-hmm. But uh, if if you're into a really a grind fest of leveling and battling monsters and stuff, I nice. really recommend it. It's really cool. So the game is made in the way there's eight characters. That's why yeah. it's called Octopath. And you can start with any of them. And they have their own story, but they meet the seven others as they go. And they all have their own motivation to go on t- in this journey. And mm-hmm. you discover their story progressively with them. Hmm. It's awesome. It's really cool. And... I love the world building, the lore around it. So far, I it's it's been. I'm not really deep into the game. I've had five or six hours in, um, but so far it's been a really cool experience. Uh, I really nice. love good stories in games. I think you do too. Uh, I do. So, but it's really old school. I would look if you're if you're curious. I'd look into reviews and stuff before uh, dig, yeah. digging. If you're curious, but yeah, um, I, I have a I have a um, one thing about the Switch that I wanted to quickly before we we end the episode. I wanted to ask you yeah. and i wanted to to get this out to the audience even though it's not the freshest take ever but um i have the like the nintendo account thingy where I, you get like the newsletter and stuff where they mm. show you the best offers and the switch do, sometimes does have some cool offers but it's uh, not comparable to ps4 obviously obviously but i think it's <clears throat> all right for nintendo now I guess. um a few weeks back they had like the super mario day where you could get yep. like re- retro Mario games uh, and download them or something like that. There's one thing I don't get. I don't get it. Why the fuck can I not buy Pokemon games on, on Nintendo Switch? 
The old like ones. The old ones? The old yeah, ones. I, I don't care. Give me all of them. Why the fuck yeah. can I not do that? Nintendo is, is uh, it's very weird. Like, I remember on 3DS, they released, I think, Generation 1 and 2. So uh-huh. it was a big deal. It was a big deal because you could, could play these games again. I don't know what they're waiting for. It's, um, I think... There's uh, so I many th- people who want to... And I, I do yeah. have, a, I have a, an Android phone. So I can yeah. download an emulator. I can download the file and I can yeah. play it for free on my phone. I can cheat it, make it yeah. more awesome. I can make it more difficult. Mm. That's all possible. But I am, I, am, I am willing to give them money for their <laughs> old games. All they have to do is put it on the fucking server to mm. let me download it. Why the fuck it's, are they not doing it? It's something I don't understand from all companies, in fact, is why don't we have access to their whole catalog? Yeah. I, I remember on PS3, there was a lot of PlayStation 1 games. It yeah. was so awesome. They were super cheap, like $5 Canadian or something, oh. which is like three, three euros, 50 or something like that. For a lot, like hundreds of P- PS1 games. And then they started doing PS2 too. Not as much, like maybe 100 uh, and they were a bit more expensive, which is fine. Um, but like, why is that not also on PS4? Yeah. And why and Switch. on Switch? Yeah, why can't you have access to all the GameCube games? I would uh, love to play the. Yeah. I would love to play the 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 two um, Fire Emblem on on GameCube yeah, and Wii because yeah, they're super yeah. rare and super expensive now. If I want to buy them for my Wii and my GameCube, they're super pricey because they're rare. Um, why can I can't I, I I pay like ten ten fifteen dollars for them? And the it, thing it is, it would they, not be a lot of work for them, really. Yeah. So it's 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 really weird because it's not, not licensing. You know, they're not getting money from the the resale market, anyways, right? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. if the if the prices for these old games are rising, it's the resellers getting that money. Yeah. They oh, Nintendo yeah. already got that fucking money years ago. So yeah. I don't get it. I really don't get it. And I, you know, if you think from from a perspective where. Well, where they they want people to to have to you know they want to force people who want the Pokemon experience to buy the new games. Yeah. Well, I, I'm telling you, it's not working because I'm not fucking buying them because yeah. all I hear is they're shitty. So if you gave yeah. me like all the old games, I can give you money for those, and yeah. maybe a lot of people like me will maybe the the fire starts to 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 go on again, and I'm like, and oh, you'll well, buy the new you know one. What? I'm gonna play all of them. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's. I, I don't know why they're doing this. My guess is, it would take a lot of resources to, uh, to do that. And they, they're like, maybe it's not worth it. I think it's worth it. I don't know how much work it is, but I feel it shouldn't be that bad. But nah. who knows, man? They did it for 3DS, so why can't they do it for Switch too? I don't know. I don't know. Good. Anyways, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I we did a long one. We had a yeah. lot. Well, lot of things it's to all talk. right. We haven't seen each other for a long time. So that's right. Um, I'm gonna give you a song, yeah, and I'm gonna leave the last words to you. All um, right. So, and and I I I want to tell you to stay optimistic, stay strong, and <laughs> obviously also outside of this podcast, contact me if you need someone to talk or to thanks to Skype or whatever. That. You know, I'm there. Um, my song is by a Japanese group. I'm sending this song out to the new prime minister of Japan. <laughs> I hope it encourages him to make a rule where um, cool German guys get to go there again and mm. can have vacation there and can study there. Um, the song is by Indigo La End and uh, the song is called Yokaze to Hayabusa, which means 
the Night Wind and uh, the Peregrine Falcon. Hear you guys next week. The last words for you, Philip. Uh, before I share my song, <clears throat> I'd like to remind, remind our listeners that you can write to us and we would love that uh, if you write at putsinbradwurst at gmail.com. That's the name of our podcast, literally in one word. And you can also send us a voice message if you, you, are, you, if you are using the Anchor app to listen to our podcast. So I think it's uh, anchor.fm slash putsinbradwurst. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and uh, you can send us a voice message there. You can sing us a song. You can ask us a question. Give us your comments. We would like for season two to have maybe more interaction with you guys. Um, so we, even if we would really like one day to have even like a comment section at the end of our episode where we just answer your questions uh, one day maybe. So until then, um, thanks for all your listeners and stay well. And my song is called Leave It by the band Yes.